following program is presented by Tracy Austin of New Mentality PC and Mental Edge Fitness Solutions. Welcome to Mental Fitness Matters, a show designed to provide people with tips, strategies, and solutions to improve their mental fitness. Now, here's your host, Tracy Alston. Hey, hey, community. I hope everyone out there is doing amazing, having an awesome week. So glad to be with you guys live today. Um, Today's going to be fun. I am in the studio with a brilliant woman, somebody I cannot wait to share with my community. And we're going to be talking about something that I think we could spend hours talking about. So when I think about the fact that this show is only 30 minutes, I'm like, we're just not going to have enough time. We're going to have to do another part to this. Um, We're going to be talking about leadership. Leadership, this is such a big deal. So whether you are or have been a part of a team or organization, a company, whether you're a leader yourself for a team, company or organization or just for your family, leadership and leading from a mindful and mentally fit place is critical. So many things going on right now in the world, so many things to be conscious of and mindful of being able to have an effective and mindful leader at the forefront of anything that you're doing is is game changing. And so I cannot wait. I'm going to go ahead and introduce my guest for today. Her name is Valerie Franco, and she is the president of Valerie Franco Leadership Solutions. And she's passionate about helping high-level leaders engage with people in new ways to fostering working relationships that last. Effective leaders change the world for good through empowering others and achieving monumental tasks. But we are not born knowing how to do this. Over the years, she's honed critical leadership tools that she shares with others and that we are just honored that she's going to share with us today. Valerie, welcome to the show, my friend. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me, Tracy. <laughs> oh I'm so excited. Gosh. I'm so excited to have you. Um, yeah. Let's just start first. Before we get into this conversation, tell our community a little bit about who you are, your background, your journey, and we'll get into uh, mindful leadership today. Absolutely. I, I am first and foremost grateful I, my journey has had its ups and downs and, you know, that's always the time we grow. Um, but, uh, you know, as a young girl from a small rural Tennessee town, I could not have imagined all the amazing people I would meet and experiences I would have. So, um, very grateful. I, um, my career, I spent, um, more than 25 years in risk management, insurance, claims field, um, the last 11 years, I was an executive at a local Fortune 40 company leading risk management. And, um, you know, it was my dream job. And some days, Tracy, it was my worst nightmare. <laughs> um, there were definitely times that I felt that I was out of my depth and I just wasn't sure I could do it. And um, while I was there, I was so blessed to work with a coach and get some training and you know, sometimes you just feel like you should know how to do this. But as it turns out, mentors, coaches, trainers can make such a big difference. And it was transformative. And, you know, it started with getting to know myself more. Mm-hmm. Um, I learned that actually I'm a natural teacher and wow. I, I was an adjunct professor for a few semesters. So, you know, when the time came for a change and I was ready to leave that corporate world, the natural thing for me was coaching, coaching and training, helping other leaders to really um, not only perform better, 
but have more joy in it, mm-hmm. you know, and see people excel. Just uh, it just makes me so happy to do that. So that's awesome. So that's how I got into this business. That's awesome. I yeah. love the fact that you were just kind of talking about through your process and through some of the things you're going through, you learn more about yourself and discovery of who you naturally are propelling you into where you are going now. That's where it all starts. Wow. Leadership starts with self-leadership. Yeah. Because who you are as a person is who you are as a leader. You can't separate those. Yeah. Say that one more time, Valerie. Who you are as a person is who you are as a leader. That's big. You can't separate it. That's big. And as I hear that, I can hear that evolving and changing, especially if we are doing the work. Absolutely. If we are doing the work, kind of like you just said on your journey, some of the mentorships, the coaching that you had allowed you to learn more about yourself. So if we're intentionally doing the work, the reflection and the person that we are should be evolving and changing. And that should come out in our leadership styles. That's absolutely. You're spot on, Tracy. You know, studies have shown the two reasons that leaders fail are because of failed relationships or not continuously learning. Mm. You just touched on that continuous learning. So, I, you know, I've never seen any leader at any level that didn't have more growth they could do, mm-hmm. some area they could learn more. Um, it's never ending. And, and to me, that's exciting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I, I'm thinking about this. When I think about the journey and the phase that I'm in now and this big part of that self-discovery, self-care, self-work, mental fitness, um, I remember uh, working at a company a couple years ago, um, probably 2014 or so, um, when I was thinking about leadership, the questions that I would always ask, what, who are some of the leaders that I've had in my journey in my past that I really could look up to? And a lot of those things were external. But now on the journey of doing internal work, it's like, what do I want to have as characteristics for myself? Mm-hmm. Who am I? What kind of leader do I want to be? So Absolutely. talk about that for a bit, especially coming from Fortune 500 companies, from the industry that you've been working in. Yeah. What were the biggest challenges you saw as some of those top leaders and executives? What were the biggest challenges that people faced trying to lead a big organization like that? It it has so many challenges, and it's it's so easy Um Many of my clients come to me, and I was the same way when I was younger, feeling like I have to have all the answers. Yeah. I, I have to have all the knowledge. You know, um, I have to let others know that I'm smart. The key is, as it turns out, you have to care. Mm. You know, knowledge is important, but it doesn't matter if you don't care about the people around you, if you're not a great listener and interested in what others have to say, um, and you have to care about the mission of the organization. So all of the facts, all of the information is useless without having, you know, the heart, the compassion, the empathy, the, a, a great question is far better than a great answer. Mm-hmm. The value of questions. Yeah. The value of questions. Yeah. Yeah. And that makes sense. You have to care. You have to want to know more. It has to be more about less about you, mm-hmm. less about you and more about team and the impact and where you're going. Um, so let's talk a little bit. Your role, you're a leadership coach. Tell us a little bit more about what that means. Where, who do you work with? Who are your clients? What's your role look like on a day to day basis? Sure. I'd love to. Um, and if I can start with 
debunking what I think is a myth, and, and at least yeah. for some people and some organizations, is around, you know, oh, they're sending me to a coach. I must be in trouble. I'm not doing right. a good job. You know, it's a problem. And that that couldn't be farther from the truth. Yeah. Um, coaches can help every leader to take their strengths and make them superpowers, mm-hmm. to, to help with tough decisions, to really get unstuck, you know, to, to go deep and figure out what, what is holding me back, you know. For, for me, as I describe my journey a bit, you know, working with that coach, for the first time ever, I had the recognition that I wasn't sure I was qualified, that I deserved to be where I was, sort of that imposter syndrome. Mm-hmm. And once I knew that, I could start to overcome it and say, no, wait a minute. There's a reason I'm here. This is what I'm good at. Let me come from my strengths. So so um, on a day-to-day basis, I talk with the most incredible leaders and um, from up-and-coming to new executives to very experienced people. And... It's, it's all about that client. Mm-hmm. I'm deeply listening. I'm asking those powerful questions, sometimes sharing an observation or, or holding up a mirror to say, did you know you just said this? And they kind of go, often there's this sitting back and going, wow, yeah. you know, getting that recognition. And that's where the growth happens. I love it. And how do people know? Like, so as you're talking and speaking to these people directly, when we think about going deeper, if you're a leader in whatever space or just under leadership, what are the questions that we should be asking of ourselves? But also, what should we what should we want to know? What are those questions? Sure. How do we go deeper? Sure. Um, a great topic to explore is values. What is important to me? Mm-hmm. What drives me? And, and really being uh, dialed in. And, and there are all sorts of tools, Tracy, you know, um, self-assessments. Um, mm-hmm. A 360 assessment is a great tool for people to see how they're showing up with other, with other people. Every one of us has a blind spot. Yes. Where, you know, we, we think we've got it dialed in and somebody's going, that's not how, that's not my experience, yeah. you know, and it's, it's finding out. Um, what it's like to be on the receiving end of us, right? <laughs> yes, I gotta, I gotta interject a quote there because I actually wrote one down. Like one of my favorite quotes that I've been looking at: "To know yourself, you must sacrifice the illusion that you already do." Oh my goodness! To I've, know yourself, now I've got to write that down. <laughs> you must sacrifice the illusion that you already do. So when you just said that, right, having these blind spots, how we perceive who we are and how other people are perceiving us and our energies could be. Totally different. 100%. Yeah. 100%. And here's the other thing. You know, I talked earlier about the importance of caring. Yeah. And so often the leader cares, but they're they're not sure how to bring it forward. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, there's that that struggle to be vulnerable, to to show who you are, Mm -hmm. or to have an emotion. You know, I a lot of the fields I worked in, very male-dominated fields, and this is not on the guys, it's on me, but I thought, I can't cry at work. Oh, my gosh, I, you know, I can't show emotion. i got to be tough. Mm-hmm. And, and only 
when people can see who you are, can they really trust you? Right. And even going a little further and asking for help. You know, I, I'm a leader of my companies now and just from a place of sports and athletics and just independence and getting things done switching the mind that, wait, you're building a team and you have people on your team that want to help you. And what can you delegate and get off of your plate so they can, my team is more than willing and wants to help. And so as a leader at times, it's like, oh yeah, you got people that can help you do this. You don't have to do it all. And so when you think about up and coming leaders and entrepreneurs starting out on a solo ride and then building and growing and going into something that's having more legs um, how do you teach the delegation piece and that component of mindset of, you know what, it's okay to ask for help. For you sure. don't have to do it all. You have capable people around you, willing and able. And if you don't, you know, some companies and t- leaders don't have that. Mm-hmm. But when you have that available and at your disposal, making sure that everybody feels like they are a part of that team mm-hmm. is important. And as leaders, I think that's something that we constantly, and it's a daily thing. It's not something that you master. Yeah. It's something that I know for myself personally that I work on daily. And it's just being able to kind of delegate and let people know how they can support me and how I can support them. Um, yeah. Speak a little to that piece sure, of it. Sure, absolutely. One of the really important things is making sure that you're aligned on the vision. Yeah. You know, so if you want someone to do something for you, if you're going to delegate, making sure that they understand the bigger picture of what it means, what it's contributing to, and and setting clear expectations and then letting it go. Mm-hmm. And, and you check back later, but they may not get there the same way you would. Right. And, and being okay with that. Yeah. And you know what I found is they got there in a lot better way than I did. Yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah. I, I always tried to hire really smart people and yeah. then just let them go. And, and, and the thing, people want to rise to a challenge. Mm-hmm. They want to do difficult things mm-hmm. and have that accomplishment. And as leaders, we have to allow that. Make sure they get the vision. Make sure they understand what the company's about, what the characteristics, and then trust the process. Trust it. Trust the process. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. We have people that are capable, willing, and want to know that they're valuable and being able to trust that Mm -hmm. once you share that vision, Give it out there, allow it to unfold. Mm-hmm. And it mm-hmm. might not look the way that you thought, but it might be even better. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. creative energies coming together. Absolutely. And you're always going to go back. Mm-hmm. You know, you're mm-hmm. always going to go back and say, how are we doing? How are we doing? And we can tweak, but yeah. That's huge. Yeah. Well, Valerie, share some of the things for you. When we think about, I have to always ask this question, mental fitness yeah. and what mental fitness means to you. What are some of the things that mental fitness means to you and how do you stay mentally fit as a leader and as a coach? Yeah, it's so important. Yeah. And that's that's what you and I connected on from the start yes. is our shared belief. So mental edge was so great for me. Um, you know, we when I started, I had that squirrel brain that, you know, <laughs> didn't want to stay in one place yeah. and, and sort of overthinking. And it was so amazing. You know, it subtly changed where I could really focus. Yeah. And that tedious spreadsheet that I that I the task I had to do to stay in that spreadsheet for several hours, I was able to really focus. And and not once did I go, 
oh, wait, let me go Google. Oh, how old is Paul McCartney? Okay. No, no, no. Squirrel. Squirrel. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what I would have done before. But um, but I was able to stay focused. And um, there's just nothing better than calm, focus, confidence, um, so powerful. So so that was super helpful. Meditation is helpful. Mm-hmm. Um, reversing thoughts, you know, and and I think the the brain training at Mental Edge, the meditation, um, they really help us to monitor our thoughts and and then question them. Yeah. So if that negative voice is saying you don't belong here, you you know this is not. You can say, is that true? And really, really not allow that negativity and, and those things in. Um, other ways of fitness, though, is continuous learning. Yeah. I just stay curious, reading books, listening to podcasts, meeting new people, going new places. You know, the world is big. Yeah. And, and the more new experiences, I think, just expand our perception, our possibilities. So I think that's huge. And of course, the physical part. Mm-hmm. Breathing, just breathing exercises, you know, um, physical exercise, even postures. And uh, you may know about Amy Cuddy's TED Talk yeah. that jillions of people have seen, yeah. you know, with the, uh, the superhero stance. Yes. <laughs> but it's all connected, mind, body, it's all connected. So, big. Thank you yeah. for sharing that. Yeah. And, and thank you for sharing your experience at Mental Edge. Um, one of my companies at Mental Edge, we do the brain training and all of my team, we do that as well as leaders and being able to have you in there and go through that experience and in three months feel a difference for in sure. terms of your focus. And you're so right. The thoughts, our thoughts have so much power. Mm-hmm. We can't believe what we're always thinking. That's right. You know, and so yeah. we're not as leaders willing to do that self-work and self-reflect we may be believing thoughts about ourselves or about others that are just not true, but never even coming to awareness that's going on. Absolutely. And so I hear the importance of having uh, tools in place, coaches in place, uh, strategies in place to make sure that we are first looking at self. Absolutely. Starting there. Yeah. Well, and you know, the next level really with leaders is – something known as vertical learning. Mm -hmm. So if you think about uh, the difference between adding apps, so if I take a class and I learn about a topic, that's like adding an app to my phone. This is like updating the operating system. Mm -hmm. So it's it's broad thinking. It's um, both and, polarity thinking, uh, receiving the ideas of other people. So um, we really have to be, um, have our brain reined in, you know, yeah. not have it running wild yeah. in order to do some of these techniques that broaden our ability to take in all the possibilities. Yes. And take in all the realities of what's going on right now. When I think about that, I'm thinking about some of the mindful leadership, the conscious leadership, um, EQ versus mm-hmm. IQ mm-hmm. leading, um, especially in the time right now. You know, how do you encourage leaders Leading through crisis because everybody's coming into situations and spaces and places with their own stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot of things going on right now about whether 
Um, some companies that have gone remote trying to bring people back in and people are like, yeah, no, I like this and we're more efficient this way. And so there's this push and pull. How do leaders lead effectively and be mindful? Let's talk a little bit about what mindful leadership is, but how do you lead mindfully through what we're dealing with right now? Absolutely. Tracy, this is such a challenging time for leaders. The great resignation, so much change happening, so much crisis. Um, You can't pour from an empty cup, Mm -hmm. as you know. So it starts with our own well-being, making sure we are protecting our energy through rest, through, um, you know, all of the things, meditation, getting out in nature, whatever refills that energy, we have to have it to give it. That's it. And and when we're giving it, it starts with understanding, standing in that other person's shoes, understanding how are you, what's going on for you, what's challenging you, what can I do, how can I support you. So um, Compassion and seeing other people. Me and my dad were just having a conversation about that yesterday. The ability to stand in somebody else's shoes and recognize that where you are right now and how you meet a person, you don't know what they've been through when you connect with them. Mm -hmm. But the ability to be compassionate and just have empathy, you know, it matters. It so matters. You can't possibly know the challenges someone else is going through, especially at work. They're not going to share that. You just have to assume that they're they're difficult things. They're they're human, yeah. so there's going to be challenges, right? Yeah. And um, so to to have that empathy and ask, how can I support you? Um, and, and, you know, people want to be seen. You just said that. Yeah. People desperately want to be seen and want recognition mm-hmm. for what they're doing, you know. And people are saying a lot, even if they're not saying anything. Absolutely. You know, I think oh, that's good. if we yeah. can start to pay attention, literally get up from our screens of our phones and put our eyes on people, they're saying so much without saying a word, mm-hmm. you know, and so you can look at body language and energy and and how would people describe you really asking those types of questions and messages are being said, you know, mm-hmm. and so as leaders being able to really self-reflect and we keep going back to this self-awareness, it starts with us. You're right. We can't give what we don't have. Mm-hmm. We can't give what we don't have. So we have to be intentional about spending time. And I loved how we started this show today. Um, You started the show with an intention. You know, Mm -hmm. you were intentional about what you wanted to have happen through our time together. Sure, I think that's big. Mm -hmm. I think that's big, you know, and as leaders and walking out into your world, into your space before you leave your home community as individuals, be intentional. What are you looking for? What are you wanting from yourself? What are you wanting to experience and connect with? There's so much power in that, Mm -hmm. in our thinking and our energy and what we're putting out there, because just pay attention. If you set an intention for 30 minutes out of your day or for an hour to start your day, see what happens. If you're just saying, you know what? I intend for this to be fun. Mm -hmm. I intend for this to be informative, for us to make a connection. Whatever the intention is, start being intentional about your thoughts and how you want to start that day. Valerie, we got a couple minutes left. I want you to kind of share any tips and strategies. I think you've shared them all throughout. Um, But number one, how can people reach you? And as we are trying to be more mindful leaders, Mm -hmm. leading from our best selves, where would you say the first place we need to start 
if we're on this journey of saying, you know what, I can be better as a leader. Absolutely. I can be better as a coach, as a teacher, as a leader of my home. Where do I need to begin? Absolutely. Thank you, Tracy, for the opportunity. Um, I, I would love to talk with you. My website is ValerieWFranco.com. Connect with me on LinkedIn, ValerieWFranco. And um, I would say, as we've said all along, start with yourself. What are your strengths? Who do you want to be in this world? What do you want to bring to this world? And then ask for help, whether it's a coach or a mentor or a friend. Um, we're not on this journey alone. It, we, we need each other. We do. And uh, we, we get energy and we're lifted by one another. Yeah. Thank yeah. you for that. And yeah. you're so right. We're, we're not on this journey alone. And a lot of the questions that we're asking of ourselves, best believe that somebody else is asking that same question. And so there's so much power in just sharing and, and being open and honest that we don't have all the answers. Yeah. And that we're all kind of in different spaces and places coming together, sharing our knowledge, gaining our knowledge, working on ourselves. And we can add value. Oh, yeah. We can add value. Yeah. And so aligning yourself with a team and a community that are kind of in a place or a space that you aspire to be, but not afraid to ask for help. Ask for help. Continuous learning. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I want my community to go out and shine bright like the stars that we are. We will see you guys next week. Valerie, I can't thank you enough for your time. Oh, my goodness. Thank and you. And all that you do. Thank you, Tracy. <laughs> Thank so you welcome. so much. Shine bright like the stars we are. We'll see you later, community. That's it for today's episode of Mental Fitness Matters. Get more tips, tools, strategies, and solutions that will help you reach your peak mental fitness by joining Tracy every Thursday from 8.30 to 9 a.m. and 6.30 to 7 p.m. for Mental Fitness Matters.